come to you as we are. Lord, trusting and believing that you'll make a way out of nowhere. Lord, we humbly come seeking your face. Lord, we humbly come, Lord, beseeching you. Lord, we humbly come imploring you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we know the enemy's objective is to seek to seek to hinder, destroy, and to kill. But you come that we may have life in that more abundantly. Lord, we come to you right now, Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord, thirsting after you. Panting after you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we need more of you and less of us, Heavenly Father. Lord, we are in these trying times, Lord. Lord, but your word says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, Lord, because we are imperfect, and you are the perfect one. Lord, we come to you right now, Lord, repenting of our sins, knowingly and unknowingly, Heavenly Father. Lord, as we come one way, Lord, we are expecting to leave differently, Lord. We are expecting to leave renewed, Lord. We are expecting, Lord, to leave delivered, Lord. We are expecting to leave healed, Lord. We are expecting to leave made whole. Now, Lord, just allow your spirit to break out in this place. Lord, although we're in different cities, Heavenly Father, Lord, you are omnipresent. You're everywhere, beholding the evil and the good. Now, Lord, I ask and pray, Lord, that you anoint me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, Lord. Let everything that I say and do, Lord, be done for the edification of thy kingdom, that you get all the glory, that you get all the honor, and that you get all the praise, Heavenly Father. Lord, I remove will out of the way, Lord, so that you could come in, Lord, and fix whatever it is that you need to fix, Heavenly Father. Lord, just have your way in my life right now, Lord. Lord, I lay all my burdens and problems at the altar, Heavenly Father. Now, Lord, just move, move, move right now. Lord, allow your kingdom to reign in this place. Allow your anointing to flow freely in this place, Heavenly Father. Lord, allow the words that I speak, Lord, be words that speak to your people to compel your people, Lord, that they say, what must I do to be saved, Lord, and that it will touch their lives and touch their hearts, Lord, to help them move into a, another realm, a different direction, Heavenly Father. Lord, we declare victory right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper, Lord, and every time thou shalt rise up shall be condemned, Heavenly Father. Lord, greater are you that is in us than you are in the world, Heavenly Father. So, Lord, we declare your victory right now, Lord. We declare your glory right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, have your way. You are that lamb that sacrificed everything on Calvary. And so, Lord, we thank you for paying the ultimate price for each and every one of us, Lord. We are 
blood, blood bought and blood washed. Lord, I thank you for the renewing of my mind. Lord, I thank you for creating in me a clean heart, Heavenly Father. Lord, I thank you for another chance. Thank you for chance after chance after chance. Now, Heavenly Father, Lord, have your way in this service on tonight. Heavenly Father, Lord, you said when two or three are gathered in thy name, touching in the green, there you are in the midst. So, Lord, show up and show out. We have high expectations for you to do a new thing. Lord, allow us to enter the holies of holies. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, you said whatsoever we shall ask in thy name, it shall be given. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. It's, it's good to see you, Brother Ken. It's good to see you, Bro James. It's, we, we may be few in numbers, but I thank God for being a God in the midst. The Bible says when two or three are gathered in thy name, touching in the green, he is a God that is in the midst. And so I thank God for another opportunity. Uh, to come before his throne of grace. I thank God for another opportunity to speak with us. Say it, the Lord. Uh, I'm excited as you see. I know, Brother James, you're driving, so I pray for safe traveling, grace and mercies for you and the family, that you reach your destination safely. No car trouble, no accident, no flat tires. In the mighty name of Jesus, Brother Ken, I, good, it's good to see you. I'm looking forward to uh, touching base with you throughout the week. Um, as you see on your screen, uh, if you can see it, I know you're driving, brother, so just uh, pay attention to the road uh, and just get into your ear gate, what I said the Lord and Brother Ken. As you see, we're, we're talking about a topic on this evening of stone throwers. Uh, uh, um, I know I'm not the only one that deals with some folk that likes to throw stones. I know I'm not the only one that deals with some folks that like to bring up my past. I know I'm not the only one that deals with folk that like to bring up my hiccups, my isms, and my schism. I know I'm not the only one that deals with folk that like to talk about me, even though I'm trying to be changed, even though I'm trying to do things differently. I know I'm not the only one that deals with folk that like to always remind me of who I used to be. I know y'all muted it. I know y'all can't say amen, but I'm gonna say amen anyhow. I know I'm I, I know I'm not the only one that deal with some folk that think I'm still the same individual. Just because I put on a suit and a tie, they say you ain't changed, ain't nothing new about you. I know uh if I had a witness up in here, up in here, I know I'm not the only one that deal with some stone throwers, some haters, some 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 fake phonies and fries. I know I'm not the only one. Uh uh, uh, over the past week, uh, uh, it's only a few of us. I know I'm, I'm recording everything, but it's only a few of us. I know I'm not the only one that made some mistakes. I know I'm not the only one that fell short of God's glory. I know I'm not the only one. And, and see, that's the enemy's objective is to throw stones, to, to bring up your past, to bring up your mistakes, to bring up your issues. Uh, I'm going to show you in the text, but I'm just trying to get us there. I'm trying to gear us up and rear us up to get ready to get where we're going. And I, I know I'm not the only one that, that, that got some folk to sit up there and say, you ain't about nothing. You ain't going to change. You ain't going to be about nothing. I know I got some stone throwers. I know I got some haters. I know I'm not the only one that got some haters. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, I'm I'm excited and I I just can't hide it. I've been in my study since about two o'clock. Uh, 
And so I'm, I'm excited about the word of God on this evening. We're talking about stone throwers. Uh, if you go with me, uh, pay attention to the road, bro. But you can always go back. Uh, you can always, I can always email this to you, or you can listen to it on Spotify. We are on Spotify, and and so look at Proverbs 26 verse 17. It it says, "He that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him." It's like one that taketh the dog by the ears. Here it is. We got folk that say they Christian. Here he is. We got folk that sit up there and say they holier than now, but yet they want to bring up your dirt. They the the problem is it's the Christians the ones that's meddling the most. Uh, uh, I I ain't getting no amens on that one. Uh, I, amen anyhow. Come on, Pastor Brother Will. Uh, it's the Christians the one that bring up your dirt the most. It's the Christians the one that talk about you the most. It's the Christians the one that sit up there and be the fake, the phonies and the fries, but yet they want to sit up there and say they holier than now. They got the Holy Ghost down on the inside of them. But it's the ones, it's, it's the very Christians the ones that bring up your past, that bring up your dirt. Uh, do I got a witness? Uh uh, I witnessed to myself. Jesus said, when it was nobody, I witnessed by myself. I testified by myself. And he that passeth by and meddle it with strife belonging not to him is folk that always trying to put their hand in somebody else's cookie jar. It's folk that always want to stick their nose into somebody else's business, knowing they got some some issues, some isms, and some schisms they sell. But they want to they want to be stone throwers and forget about what they're going through and bring up what somebody else is going through. He that passeth by and meddle it with strife belonging not to him is like one that take you the dog by the ears you might as well just take a dog by the ears and let that dog bite you because the moment you grab a dog by the ears that dog is going to retaliate but what about us what about men how do you think man feel when you got some stone throwers? How do you think man feel when you got some haters? How do you think man feel when you got people always talking about their business? How do you think man feel uh, I, I, I hope I ain't lose nobody. I, I ain't lose nobody yet. I'm over here getting hot already. I ain't lose nobody yet, did I? Whew. Here it is. Stone throwers. We, we got some stone throwers in our midst. The very ones that, that throw the most stones is the ones that say I love you. The very ones that throw the most stones is the ones that say I got your back. The very ones that throw the most stones is the ones that say I'm here until the wheels fall off. The very ones that throw the stones is the one that's going to stab you in the back. Uh here it is. Uh, go with me to the book of John. I'm not going to be before y'all long. I'm going to try to get out of here. My stomach growling. My stomach eating the inside of my stomach. And so here it is. Uh, John chapter 8 verses 1 through 11. It says, Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. Here it is. Jesus is in, let me give you a background. Uh, if you don't know this already, Jesus is in the city of Galilee. And here it is. He's over here teaching in the temple and he got some stone throwers in the midst of him teaching he got some folk that want to test him he got some folk that want to tempt him he got some folk that want to set him up and plot against him but here it is jesus the one thing i love about jesus jesus is all knowing he already know who's gonna hate on him before they hate on him he already know who's gonna talk about him before they talk about him he already know who's gonna lie on him before they lie on him but yes jesus is still being jesus jesus is still doing what jesus is supposed to do in the midst of the stone throwers. All right. Amen. Here we go. Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. And early in the morning, he came again into the temple. There he is. He's a uh, he's about his father's business. Jesus uh, uh, is a prime example of how to ignore the stone throwers. It's how to continue to be consistent and continue to be faithful, even in the midst of having some stone throwers. And Jesus went up 
uh, into the Mount of Olives. And early in the morning, he came again into the temple and all. So here it is in chapter 7 of the book of John, St. John. Here it is. Jesus is teaching in Galilee. And then now it says the next morning. He, he didn't take a day of rest. He didn't say, I'm too tired to teach. He, he got up early in the morning and went to the Mount of Olives. And then he found the temple. And, and the Bible says all the people came unto him. And he sat down and taught them. So Jesus was about his father's business, even in the midst of him having haters, even in the midst of him having stone throwers, even in the midst of the liars, even in the midst of the backstabbers, even, even in the midst of those who turned their back on him and didn't walk with him no more. He was still found doing his father's business. He was still found being faithful. He was still found hanging out with those that loved that so-called loved on him. And verse 3 says, And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? Here it is. We got verses 3 and 5. Uh, this is the setup. This is the plot. This is the trick. This is the... This is how they're going to try to trap him up. They're already plotting to try to kill him. But because it's not his time yet, they didn't snatch him up. He's out in the open, out in the temple, teaching the gospel, spreading the gospel, the good news. And he got some stone throwers in the midst of him. But yet, the reason why they ain't touch him and snatch him up at this particular point in time is because he even let them know that my time has yet come. And the scribes, if you don't know what scribes are... Uh, a scribe is someone who takes notes. This was back in the day. A scribe is an individual who takes notes. As if you, anytime you go to a courtroom, uh, they have uh, the person sitting behind the glass, or what? But now, because of COVID, they have someone taking notes, which is a uh, uh, would be a transcript. And so that's what a scribe is—an individual who takes notes of what's going on. So my issue is right here: Why is a scribe hanging out with the Pharisees in the first place? Because they in somebody else's business. They a stone thrower. They they following the Pharisees. And the Pharisees is is an individual that 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 has a strong uh uh a practice of, of religion. That's what a Pharisee is. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought it to him a woman taken in adultery. So this woman is in the midst of it this woman was in the midst of getting her groove on. Uh, how is it? How how many times have us been? How how many times have we been in the midst of doing something wrong? And here it is. We got somebody hating on us, throwing stones in us. As uh, if, if, I don't know if any of you remember, but as young children, we were stone throwers. Uh, uh, some of us were were single children. Uh, 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 grew up on our own, but some of us had a household full of children. Uh, and before we want to get in trouble, we would sit up there and write out the other person first. Stone throws. We're throwing stones. We, uh, mama would be like, who did it? Or daddy would be like, who did it? And we'll point the finger, throw the stone at it was brother, it was sister. So at an early age, we began to be a stone thrower. We was a hater because we didn't want to get in trouble. All the while, at the end, we was going to get in trouble anyway because we told on our brother or on our sister. So we should have just took it to the grave. We shouldn't even told anyway. We was going to end up getting in trouble. We was going to get the same consequence that our brother and sister got. They asked us, why did you do it? Well, we did it because Tom or Susie did it. We did it because such and such did it. And we should have just kept quiet, knowing we was going to get in trouble right along with them. 
and, and, and so it says, And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, it's one thing to catch me in the act. But it's another thing to throw me in the middle of the crowd, to throw me in the midst, to throw me out in the open. And they say unto him, here's the funny thing about it. They say unto him, they are, here it is, stone throwers. Here it is, you got some haters already. Here it is, you got some folk that don't like me. Here it is, you got some folk that want to kill me. You want to destroy me. You got some folk that want to stab me in the back. You got some folk that want to crucify me. You got some folk that want to throw stones at me. But here it is, they mocked him. They ridiculed him. They sit up there and taunted him by saying, they said unto him, Master, Master, you now you, you got the nerve to call me master when you was just getting ready to try to kill me? Asking why did nobody snatch me up? You plotting against me, but you got the nerve and audacity to call me master? They said to him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? Here's the setup. The trap. They trying to get Jesus trapped up and tricked up so that they could find a reason to accuse him. So that they could find a reason to call blaspheme. So they, they could find a reason to stretch him wide on that cross. So they could find a reason to snatch him up and humiliate him right then and there like they're doing this woman. Stone throwers. Stone throwers will do anything in their willpower to get you jacked up. To get you towed up. Stone throwers will do anything to throw you under the bus. Talk about stone throwers. Am I the only one that's dealt with some stone throwers? Am I the only one that dealt with some people that falsely accused them? Am I the only one that dealt with some folk that threw them under the bus? Am I the only one that dealt with some folk that turned their back on them? And am I the only one that dealt with some stone throwers? Lied on me. Insulting my character. Accused me. Am I the only one that deals with stone throwers? We dealing with stone throwers in 2022. <clears throat> Verse 6 say, This they say, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. But look at the reaction of Jesus. Jesus is all knowing anyway. He already knows what their plot is going to be. They already, he already knows what they're going to try to do. And his reaction was, But. Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. Here's a little golden nugget. Jesus already knew this woman was caught in adultery in the first place. Jesus already knew what this woman was doing before she even did it. Jesus knows what we're going to do before we even do it. Jesus knows what we're going to say before we even say it. He knows what we're going to think before we even think it. He knows where we're going to be before we even go. He knows who we're going to encounter, who we ain't going to encounter. He knows already. And his reaction is going to be the very same as the woman that was caught in adultery with the scribes and the Pharisees bringing, them to her, bringing her to him. He stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when he ignored them, they continued. We got some folks that will continue to nag, nag, and nag. We got some folk that will continue to throw stones at us. We got some folk that will continue to bring up our past. We got some folk that will continue to uh, ridicule us. We got some folk that will continue to slander our name because they got ignored the first time. And so, verse 7 says, when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto him, 
He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. He who is without sin among you, there's sin all over. Sin is pleasure, the Bible says. Uh, uh, sin, what, what is sin? Sin is that very thing that would keep you from the presence of God. Sin is the very thing that uh, that'll make your eyes wide. Sin is the very thing that'll make you think with the wrong head. Sin is that very thing that you put in front of God. Sin is that very thing that'll hinder your fellowship with God. Sin is that very thing that'll stop you from praising. Sin is that very thing that'll stop you from getting to church on time. Sin is that very thing that we love most, that we put in front of God. That makes us put God on the back burner. Sin is a three-letter word, but it's the most powerful word in the Bible. Sin. He that is without sin among you, let him cast. Let him first cast a stone. What is sin? Sin is procrastination. Sin is slowfulness. Sin is lying. Sin is adultery. Sin is fornication. Sin. Sin, sin, sin. He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Sin is looking at your neighbor the wrong way. Sin is thinking that wrongful thought. Sin is talking about your neighbor instead of praying for your neighbor. Sin. Uh, uh, so when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Sin. Sin city. Where all sin is all around the world. Sin. And then after he said, He who is without sin, he stooped down and continued to write on the ground as if her sin wasn't as important. Sin is the very thing that they were doing right then and there. They were throwing stones. Even though they, 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 they meticulously threw stones to try to trick and trap Jesus. But here it is. Jesus, knowing all along, knew what they plot was. He turned it on back on them. When he asked the question, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And then he stooped down and wrote on the ground again. So now he threw the ball and told the scribes and Pharisees, now it's your move. I know what you're trying to do. I know what this woman was doing before you even brought her in my, in my presence. So now, what are you going to do? The ball is in your court. And verse 9 says, And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even until the last, and Jesus was left alone and a woman standing in the midst. So the very thing that got you to throw stones, now you're having to change your heart. Because now you're contemplating and thinking about the sin that you're now committing. When you go and tell on somebody else, you're committing the sin. When you're doing it in the wrong, in the, in, in, when you're doing it in the wrong sense. If I'm snitching on you to keep myself out of trouble, or if I'm snitching on you to sit up there and try to try to, to trick you or trap you, then that's wrong. There's a saying that snitches get stitches. And so here it is, the scribes and the Pharisees are snitching to try to snatch, to try to accuse Jesus so that they can snatch him up and crucify him. But Jesus turned it back on the scribes and the Pharisees and everyone that was around begin to think about their own sin 
begin to think about their own mess. Begin to think about what they did wrong. And so they, they, they begin to depart from the eldest even unto the last. So the very ones that thought that they was going to throw stones at you, they begin guilty of their own sin. Stone throwers. And verse 10 says, When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? And verse 11, and then I'm done. She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. Here it is. The very ones that thought they was going to throw stones at you took a look in the mirror and had a, a self-evaluation. The very ones that accused you had an epiphany and thought about their wrong. The very ones that lied on you came to the realization that they was no better than you. The ones that tried to trick and trap Jesus came to their, their senses and realized that they was in sin themselves. That everyone falls short of the glory of God and sins. We're all sinners. We were born in sin and shaping in iniquity. The very ones that's trying to throw stones at you need to first do a self-evaluation and see, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I wrong? Is this right or is this wrong? And then here it is, Jesus' reaction. Jesus knows what we're going to do before we even do it. God knows where we're going to be, when we're going to be there, how we're going to be there, how we're going to get there. Who are we going to be there with? How late are we going to stay? Jesus knows what we did yesterday. He knew what we did before we even came online. He knows what we're going to do once we get offline. He knows what we're going to do tomorrow. He knows. He knows the sin that we're going to commit. But because of his grace and his mercy, even in the midst of stone throwers, he didn't, the, 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 the thing that I love most about this passage is Jesus didn't decide the outcome. Until the stone throwers started to depart. He didn't allow them to dictate how he was going to deal with the situation. He just ignored them. And then once they left, he dealt with the situation after the stone throwers left. He could have dealt with the situation at hand. But he wanted everyone to con their own self to get convicted by their actions. And then he dealt with the woman that was caught in adultery. He said, because your accusers is no longer here, I'm not going to condemn you. Because your stone throwers condemned themselves by after they realized that they was wrong for bringing you to me in the first place. And so here it is. And plus the scribes and the Pharisees should know, seeing that they hold a higher position because they are the religious sect. But the Pharisees was the stone throwers. The Pharisees was the haters. The scribes was just following the, the Pharisees because the scribes had to note what the Pharisees was talking about. So they wasn't being their own men. They was being followers of the Pharisees. And so here it is. We have to be mindful of what type of stones we throw. We have to be mindful of who we're throwing stones at. The saying is, when you point one finger, there's three or four fingers pointing back at you. So you got to be mindful of the stones that you throw. Amen. And I'm done.
Told y'all I was gonna be before y'all long. I'm done. Anybody? Anybody got something to say? I'm done. Come on, come on with it, brother Ken. I was just gonna say, Amen. Amen, Amen. I see your comment, brother James. Amen. It's, it's, it was His grace. His grace. His grace is sufficient. As he dealt with Paul, when Paul was was going through his afflictions, Paul had a conversation with God, and God said, "Don't trip. My grace is sufficient." And so, whenever we're going through something, just know that God's grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient for me. His grace is sufficient for you. His grace and His mercies endured forever. So just be mindful. Before we throw that stone, just be mindful of how many stones will be thrown back at us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace, your mercy, your kindness. Lord, we thank you for your grace. Your grace that is sufficient. Your grace that is everlasting. Thank you, Father, for your long-suffering and your temperance towards us. Lord, we thank you that you allowed us to come to your throne of grace once again. Lord, we thank you for the word that went forth on this evening. Now, Lord, I ask and pray, Lord, that it falls on good ground in the mighty name of Jesus and that it will produce a harvest. Now, Lord, as we leave this place, but never your presence, Lord, we ask and pray, Lord, that you redeem the time. Lord, that you allow us to reach our destination safely, Heavenly Father. Lord, that you allow us to praise you in the midst of our adversities, in the midst of our affliction, in the midst of our trouble. Lord, we just come to you thanking you for who you are, thanking you for loving us in spite of us. Now, Lord, you said whatsoever we shall ask in thy name, it shall be given. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen.